Good morning, truth. Today marks the one-year anniversary of the insurrection on our nation's capital. There are those who shamefully believe that the separation between church and state means that the church should stay out of government business, when in actuality the law was put in place to keep the government out of church affairs. And today I'm going to say what a lot of our renowned church leaders won't. And I'm going to back it up with scripture. God, the creator of all things, the creator of man, gave man dominion. And there is no way man could fulfill the mandate of dominion given to us by God. And not only be engaged in government, but as children of the Almighty, be the rulers of government. We entered into 2022 at Bible Deliverance, picking up the mantle of pursuing purpose. The insurrection that took place exactly one year ago in this country is an extreme example of what happens when people stray so very far from their God-ordained purpose, when people exalt their agenda over the plans of God. But how did things get this out of order? How did things escalate to the extreme of an insurrection you know, everything hinges on leadership. In the United States, our government is a democracy, meaning that we have a say in the selection of our leaders. We say all of the time that nothing catches God by surprise, and that is so very true. And we can confirm this by picking up the very word of God. In Deuteronomy 1, there is an outline on how the people of God should choose their leaders. Hmm. And you thought democracy was something that was created outside of biblical times. No. In Ecclesiastes 1 and 19, it tells us that there's nothing new under the sun. And that includes democracy. The first chapter of Deuteronomy is very clear in outlining how we should choose our leaders. The first thing that the scripture says is we should look for one who is wise and experienced. Let's talk about what it means to be wise. Well, there is no wisdom without admission and submission to God. See, we like to take the word wisdom and use it and correlate it with intelligence. Wisdom is rooted in righteousness. Wisdom is rooted in godliness. A wise man knows the word of God. A wise man believes in the word of God. A wise man fashions his moves and motives according to the word of God. What is the Bible talking about when it says that we should choose our leaders from those who are experienced? 
Experience denotes knowledge concerning the dynamics, expectations, and the inner workings of the leadership position that you're stepping into. And just so you know, a leader can never be confirmed in the eyes of God as a leader if he has never humbled himself to serve. Jesus Christ, the greatest leader that ever walked the face of this earth. In Matthew 20, he himself said, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as I did not come to be served, but to serve. If Jesus the Christ did not come to be served, but to serve, do you not think that that is the perfect example of leadership? So in other words, no one should be elevated to lead in government who has never served the government, who has never humbled himself to serve the people that the government governs. But again, when we don't hold to our individual God-ordained purposes, we make decisions and choices and even cast votes based on distractions that are rooted in unrighteous agendas. See, when we walk according to God's ordained purpose for our individual lives. We come together as a group of people and it makes it hard to choose and side with discord and greed and pride and arrogance and popularity and vanity. The insurrection was a mockery to the incarnation. The incarnation is the act of grace whereby God took on the form of a man and walked among us as an example of righteousness and made the ultimate sacrifice so that we might be free to choose to spend eternity with him. Let me assure you, eternity with God is not an option for those who walk in disobedience and disregard his word. God's word is also very clear regarding being subject to our governing authorities. I know a lot of you don't want to hear this, but God's plan and mandate concerning this is not optional. If you open up your Bibles to Romans 13, these are the words that you will find. Let everyone be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, whoever rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. 
For rulers hold no terror for those who do right, but for those who do wrong. Do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right and you will be commended. For the one in authority is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for rulers do not bear the sword for no reason. They are God's servants, agents of wrath to bring punishment on wrongdoers. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to your authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also as a matter of conscience. This also is why you pay taxes. This is still the word of God, y'all. This is in the Bible. For the authorities are God's servants who give their full time to governing. Give to everyone what you owe them. If you owe taxes, pay taxes. If you owe revenue, then pay revenue. If you owe respect, then pay respect. If you owe honor, then honor. What we don't seem to understand is in the midst of discord, in the midst of disagreements and dissension, no one hears God, which is right where the devil likes us to be. I want to close out today reading Titus 3, 9 and 11 to you. And the scripture says, avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law. For they are unprofitable and worthless. As for a person who stirs up division, nothing more to do with him. Knowing that such a person is warped, sinful, and self-condemned. As we reflect back and look ahead, I urge you to let God's ordained purpose for your life guide you, direct you, and let everything you support and exalt be upheld by the righteousness of the one who took the time to create you for a unique purpose. When believers begin to individually walk in their purpose, we can come together igniting a revolution for the kingdom of God. Remember, when you start your day with truth, blessings throughout the remainder of the day is inevitable. Book of Revelation, uh -huh. chapter 7, verses 16 and 17. Yes, sir. They shall hunger no more, neither shall they thirst anymore. Preach, preacher. For God shall wipe away yes, sir. every tear from their eye. Yes, sir. Get ready for the revolution. What you say? No. 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 No.
Yeah. 